Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's One Key Idea session on Selenium Tester Foundation from A4Q. I'm Rex Black, president of RBCS, a worldwide testing and quality assurance firm serving clients ranging from small startups to Fortune 20 global enterprises. Since 1994, we've delivered insight and confidence to hundreds of clients around the world. We have a team of international consultants that deliver customized training, consulting, and expert services to companies that are looking to improve their test and quality assurance practices. If you have any questions during the course of the webinar, go ahead and submit them throughout the presentation at any time via your webinar interface, but please note that they are answered only at the end. So being a A4Q or a uh, one key idea uh, session, we're gonna jump right into this. So uh, what is the A4Q Selenium Tester Foundation uh, uh, certification and training and what do you need to know about it? Uh, so it is, um, in brief, a practical training course, which means that it is a training that involves hands-on creation of Selenium web driver tests. Um, and it is designed for people who are uh, test professionals. And I'll get more into what, what the, the specific audience is. Um, but uh, the assumption is that uh, you need to um, create Selenium web driver tests and um, this training will help you learn how to do it. Um, and so it's going to cover uh, basic test automation. So if, uh, what, what you need to know about automation and best practices in test automation, uh, what you need to know with regards to uh, navigation techniques, so how to navigate um, through a screen and general rules for GUI uh, interaction when you're automating tests. Um, how results are logged and how they are reported and, uh, and beyond. So, uh, as I said, it's a practical course. It's three days long. Um, there are basically equal parts lecture um, where a concept is explained and demonstrations where the instructor will show you, okay, this is how this works when you're, you're actually using Selenium to do automation. And then you do hands-on exercises on a pre-installed Oracle virtual machine um, running uh, Linux. Um, and it's a bulletproof environment that you download and install on your PC before showing up for the class. And there's a way of uh, there's instructions for how to check to make sure that you've got it uh, properly installed. So if you've ever been in one of those training courses where they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to do hands-on stuff on your PC. And then the first, you know, three or four hours was you watching the instructor debug somebody else's glitchy PC or worse yet, debug your glitchy PC, that isn't not going to happen here. We, we worked long and hard to make sure that that virtual machine environment was bulletproof when we built this uh, course. So uh, what, are, what are your takeaways from this? What will you be able to do uh, based on uh, completing this? Well, you will be able to create and run the Selenium WebDriver tests without supervision. Uh, you will be actually able to do automation. So unlike those little like, you know, half day courses where you somebody, you know, talks at you and you go away and go, oh, great. Now I know about Selenium. And then you sit down and you're like, oh, wow, I've got a bunch of YouTube videos I'm going to have to watch to try to figure all this stuff out. And then you trial and error the heck out of it for you know, weeks and weeks uh, before you're actually able to do anything? No. In three days, you will be able to 
work as a uh, Selenium test automator on uh, WebDriver tests. Um, that doesn't mean you won't have more to learn, of course. There's always more to learn, but you will be uh, uh, familiar with the basics and able to, uh, to actually participate as a constructive member of a team that's doing um, web-based automation using the Selenium toolset. Um, now, equally importantly, um, you will have learned test automation principles and best practices so that you're not just going to be making all the uh, newbie, novice mistakes that people make when they try to uh, first start working with automation. Um, there are a whole bunch of mistakes that people typically make. And if you haven't learned the best, these best practices, you will make them. So this course was put together by people who collectively, between the four of us, we have over a hundred years of test automation experience. Um, we have made all the newbie mistakes. <laughs> We've seen other people make the newbie mistakes. We've shown up and done assessments for clients and go, uh, guys, that's a newbie mistake you're making right there. Um, so, we're going to help you avoid that. You're going to learn, oh, okay, this is how I can make stuff that's actually maintainable. Um, figure out what the right tools are specifically to use, what versions, what's going to work for you. Um, as I said, actually create um, scripts that will use Selenium to um, do functional web application tests. So you will do hands-on work on this. And this is really important. Again, you can go and say, can go to a conference and go to some half-day presentation where somebody stands up there and waves their hands and says over and over again variations of the of the sentence. Selenium is really cool and can create automated tests. And then you go back thinking, oh, I learned all this stuff. And then you realize, oh, I actually know nothing and can do nothing um, until I go through and you know spend a bunch of time on YouTube uh, or Googling. Um, no, you're going to actually do this in the course. If you take the course, you will actually sit there in front of your PC and you will create tests and you will run those tests and you will have an opportunity to see the solution to the exercise and compare your solution to that of the instructor and of the other attendees. So it's, it's kind of like, you know, you couldn't learn how to play a piano by listening to somebody talk about how to play a piano or how a piano works. You actually have to sit down and do it. And programming is that same kind of thing. Um, and automation, test automation, basically is just a um, form of programming. Now, maintainability is really um, key here. And that is something that we're going to stress is because the, the newbie mistakes that I was talking about, <laughs> you know, uh, one of the big newbie mistakes is uh, maintainability problems. So to give you an example of what I was talking about, I did a couple automation assessments um, last year. And in one case, what we found was that while they had gotten off to a good start, the velocity of their test script maintenance was going down, meaning it was taking them longer to complete the maintenance of an existing script. And I said, hey, this is a warning sign, guys, that... Uh, you know, something, something's wrong with the maintainability of your scripts. You need to, you know, follow best practices with respect to software development. This thing includes things like reviews and static analysis and so forth uh, to avoid that. And I saw an even more striking example of the second automation uh, assessment that I did where we went in and looked at the uh, 
automation that was um, being done and we looked at the velocity and we're like, wow, you, you do realize that it takes you the same amount of time to maintain an existing script as to create a new one. Um, so, you know, that's classic test automation death spiral right there. And you really don't need, uh, you, you don't, you don't need that happening to you. We're going to try to help you avoid that. So hopefully I've piqued your interest a little bit. Let's see if I can peek it a little bit more. And is this something that you should consider? Uh, so yes, if you want to do automation and you want to learn how to automate using the Selenium web driver uh, tool set, then um, this is a great uh, training for you. You are, you are in the sweet spot. Um, if you're sitting there going, oh, gee, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, that sounds like it might be too technical. Um, certainly there's, there's some technical aspects of this. As it says at the bottom there, you know, general knowledge of basic programming and Python is, is going to help. Um, because if you show up and you know nothing about how code works, um, you know, that's going to be an obstacle, but you know, you don't have to be a professional programmer. You do not have to be you know, Fred Brooks or Edgar Dykstra or any of the famous programmers of all time, um, Bill Gates. No, you need to be able to read code and understand it um, and have some knowledge of how Python and, or maybe some other scripting language works because scripting languages are all pretty similar. It's all just a matter of syntax um, and you'll be good to go. So if you have no automation experience at all, and you want to get started doing Selenium automation, um, you are one of the target audiences for this. Um, you know, other than the, the general technical knowledge I just described, you know, come on in. Um, now, maybe you have some GUI test automation experience, maybe with, say, uh, UFT or some of the other um traditional uh, graphical user interface automation tools and you're like, you know, this Selenium thing seems to be really taking the world by storm and maybe I should uh, um, take a look at this, then you are also a target audience. Uh, we'll help you uh, convert over to become uh, proficient at Selenium. Um, or maybe you don't have any GUI test automation experience at all, but you've done automation not at the GUI, you've done, say, uh, unit level automation or uh, component integration level automation through APIs. Um, that's great, too, because uh, we can teach you the fundamentals of um, GUI automation, how it's different than automating through an API, the maintainability issues that you have to be ready to deal with. And then you'll, again, walk away ready to um, automate using the Selenium tool set. Okay, so there you go. Um, we'll go ahead and put up the um, the uh, advertisement here while we um, go through and, and open that up for a Q and A. Um, now, I do want to answer a couple obvious questions um, to to start with. Um, one has to do with pronunciation, um, and usually you'll hear this pronounced selenium. But I believe that the correct pronunciation actually is selenium. Uh, but, you know, selenium, selenium, tomato, tomato, um, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, if it drives you crazy that I called it selenium, I apologize for that. Um, now, the other the other thing is kind of funny history is like, where did the name come from? This seems like an odd name for a, a GUI test automation tool. Well, it came from um, reaction to um, the traditional, very expensive tools. Um, so uh, back before HP bought the Mercury tool set, it was owned by a company called Mercury Interactive, and they were uh, mythically uh, rapacious in their pricing. And uh, and so the creation of the Selenium tool was done in response to that to produce an open source alternative for graphical user interface automation. The choice of the name Selenium is because Selenium as a, as a uh, element is apparently the antidote to mercury poisoning. So a little bit of trivia for you. Um, so I get a question here from Purnima. Um, which is, do you have the advanced level as well? Um, and uh, that may or may not happen. Uh, kind of depends on the success of this, except in a, the A4Q folks. But it, it may well um, occur uh, if this is successful, and you know maybe next year or so. I think what you'd really want to do is contact the A4Q people. It's Alliance for Quality. <coughs> Excuse me, or ISKI. Um, you see the contact information for ISKI here, and ask them about um, the uh, uh, plans roadmap for the future. Uh, I get a question from Mike. Uh, will this cover the new Selenium or Selenium uh, IDE? Uh, it is. It is focused on a web driver at this point. I realize that there are different variations, uh, but we had to make some choices about what's the what's the sweet spot, what's the largest target audience. And so that's um, that's what we uh, what we chose to do. Now, you know, again, uh, words to um, A4Q or ISKI to the effect of, hey, I want to have a add-on module that covers, uh, you know, Selenium IDE. And, you know, through the magic of money, all things are possible. Now, Terrence asks a question here that comes up a lot with this, so I'm glad you asked this, Terrence. Why? Uh, yeah, okay. So two, actually, two of them, again, one from Tracy, too. Why did you choose to teach Selenium with Python versus Java? And then Tracy says, we will be using Java. Does this course cover Java? Um, okay. So um, the um, the choice of Java versus Python was one that we did discuss quite a bit going into this. Um, and here's the thing is if you go out and look at um, st uh, st statistics from Stack Overflow, which I, we looked at at the time and I looked at um, uh, not too long ago, you will see that Python is has actually overtaken Java in terms of popularity. Um, that said, there is a lot of Java out there. Now, the thing the thing is, though, Java versus Python. Um, Python is a scripting language. And being a, a programmer and automator myself, I know very well, you know, scripting languages are pretty straightforward. And it doesn't take a whole lot of time to, to learn those, even if you're a non-programmer. Um, Java, on the other hand, is a full-blown object-oriented um, programming language. Object-oriented 
being the key phrase there. When I, when I first got started as a software engineer, I was working at Fortran 77, and yeah, that makes me a dinosaur, and C, and did a lot of work on that. Those are procedural languages. And then I had to learn um, object-oriented programming when I taught myself C++, and man, it was a challenge. Uh, so if we had chosen Java versus Python, for one thing, we would have cut ourselves off from the fastest growing um, and most popular programming language out there um, by doing that. And also we would have created a barrier to entry for those people who are not doing object-oriented programming, who, who would just find the trying to get their head around Java to just be too, too hard. Um, so um, we, um, we decided um, to, to, go with, to go with Python um, now, if you're if you're a Java person, uh, here's the thing to keep in mind: is that you know the main focus is on teaching the Selenium aspects, not teaching the programming scaffolding that goes along um, with it. Um, so, what you're going to learn is going to be easily transferable into a Java world. Um, so, you know, it's not it's not as if that that the that selenium is used in an entirely different uh, way, um, and you know you, you, none of this will be transferable. That is that is not at, at all um, true. So uh, expect that you'll be able to to transfer this over um, into your um, into your uh, Java work. Okay, just got, got a lot of questions coming in here, so I'm trying to manage those. Um, okay. Uh, got some questions about what's 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 specifically in the course and so forth. And to keep this a one key idea, um, it, it, it necess necessitates being a 20 minute um, or so presentation. And so, I decided not to go through the, all the, the details, but um, you can go out to our website and download the uh, uh, course outline, um, which will answer questions like, um, you know, what's what's the what are the contents of the course, and what are the tools that are being used, and and so forth. Um, so I would I would recommend that just go do that. We by the way have a Selenium course that's um, uh, running April first through third in Phoenix, um, and uh, a business partner just told me we will be happy to send all attendees the info and the discount code. So expect that uh, you're listening to my dulcet tones here on your uh, through your ears right now in, in live format. Uh, you will be you will receive the, the, that information. If you're listening to a recorded version of me via the podcast or via YouTube, uh, contact us and uh, we'll get you that information. Now, um, I, have to, I have to read this one from Mike because while it does not seem to be relevant to the topic, it um, is quite humorous. So, uh, Mike... <laughs> I like the way your mind works. He, he asks, if you absolutely had to, would you guys rather fight a duck 
the size of a T-Rex or 10 T-Rexes the size of ducks and why. <laughs> um, I will leave you all to ponder that question <laughs> through the afternoon. Thank you, Mike. Um, <laughs> I'm completely mystified as to how you came up with something like that, but it's uh, uh, pretty darn um, amusing to me. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm going to have difficulty keeping a straight face for the rest of this, this presentation. Um, okay, got a, some email questions that I want to get to here. Um, I already work with Selenium. Is this a certification helpful to me? Uh, yes. If you are self-taught, it's quite likely that, like with most autodidacts, people who are self-taught, you have gaps in your knowledge, and this training will help fill that. And when you get the certification, if you pass the certification exam, um, the um, uh, certification will prove that you uh, have mastered the topic. Um, uh, Pranuna asks, uh, in which website do we find the Selenium Foundation course contents? Um, ISDQB or Rex Black? You find it on, um, I will send this to everybody, www.rbcs-us.com. That's the website, okay? That's our company website. That's where you'll find that information. It is. This is not an ISTQB certification. This is an A4Q certification, and it's offered through entities like GASC and ISKI, which are um, international, uh, internationally recognized certification bodies. So you can have um, confidence that this uh, certification is, is portable to you um, uh, where, wherever you might be. Uh, speaking of wherever you might be, um, we have discussed um, trying to figure out how to offer a virtual delivery of this class, which is kind of kind of challenging with hands-on. But what uh, if enough people came to us and said, hey, you know, we absolutely want a virtual delivery of this course because uh, we're in place X and that's too far from, say, Phoenix, uh, let us know. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to make that happen. Uh, Mike... Mike says, you're welcome uh, for, for cracking me up uh, with T-Rexes and ducks. <laughs> um, um, I, I'm still trying to figure out what my answer would be to that. Um, now, um, Robin, uh, longtime listener, Robin, good to see you there. He's, he, he responds to the whole T-Rex versus duck thing as... It says, sounds relevant to me. Duck is to T-Rex as Python is to Java. <laughs> well, is duck to T-Rex as Python is to Java and is Python to Java as gasoline is to crude oil? Um, I'll lead you to ponder that one. Um, let's see. Um now, I said this is not an ISTQB certification, um, but the question that often comes up is that, well, is there a link to the ISTQB or a relationship, especially the new test, advanced test automation engineering certification? And yes, we when we wrote the syllabus, um, which, which you can download to read, by the way, um, it, um, we specifically wrote it to be complementary to and aligned with TAE certification. So... Um, um, I would say, you know, if you're if you're interested in being a uh, uh, automation professional, uh, go for both. Um, and we do we do support both. We have both of those classes, so it would be uh, 
happy to provide uh, detail on that. Um, okay, I have a question here for Raj about does the course cover uh, error, uh, error handling um, and reporting? Yes, we do. And again, I'm, I'm not going to uh, um, get into the specifics. As I say, go out to the rbcs-us.com uh, website and uh, take a look at the the outline there. I believe we also have the syllabus posted there, which you can you can read. Um, and so that'll that'll give you a lot more details. And as I said, we will we will send you all of you who are who are listening um, the information about the course and uh, put a link to where to go on our website to register it, which is also register for it, which is also where you'd find the other details. And we'll include in that email a discount code so you get a you get a price break, and that should address a lot of these other sort of detail uh, questions that came up about tools and so forth. Um, so uh, thank you for those, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let, let you uh, look at that on your, um, uh, on your own. Okay. So um, thanks to all of you for coming. This is a little, a uh, little different in terms of the one key idea. We're kind of talking about something specific rather than a concept. We are trying to jazz up our webinar series this year, so expect uh, expect some surprises and some changes in uh, in what we talk about. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this free webinar from RBCS. Uh, we do these free webinars as a service to the software testing community because at RBCS, we are a not just for profit company. If you enjoy our free webinars and feel that they demonstrate solid insights into the kinds of testing challenges you face, please make RBCS your preferred software testing vendor for any and all expert services, consulting, or training. Happy to provide a quote for any such help you might need. So contact us, info at rbcs-us.com. So thanks very much, everybody, for uh, for your time and attention. And uh, hopefully uh, you've taken away some, some insights into this new um, certification and course. And uh, we hope to see you there at one of the trainings. Thank you.